Oh, what is the upskis, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX WrestleCast. This is episode 16, and it was a pretty big week for uh, for the wrestling. I, 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 I was a little overloaded the other day. I, I took a lot of wrestling the other day. I would say my wife and I watched roughly like eight hours of wrestling yesterday. There was a lot. And um, yeah, so only one way to, to, to get into it, and let's just get into it. So... We start off this week with Raw in Minnesota, and Judgment Day is kicking off the show. They're hyping up the I Quit match that is coming up. Well, I guess that is um, that's today, not this, not on Sunday. It's on Saturday today. I'm recording this at 10 in the morning today on Saturday, so they're hyping up their match today, Saturday. Oh man, that's crazy. Um, they are saying mean things about Edge and so on and so forth. Dom says he hates Rey Mysterio so much. He's like, Hefe. I hate you. I hate you so much. It was it was it was something. It was pretty good. Uh, they are interrupted by AJ Styles. It's time for a tag team match, player. We got Rey Mysterio and AJ Styles going up against Damian Priest and Finn Balor. Dom and Rey get into it outside the ring. Dom goes full Joker and he goes, "Hit me. Hit me." <laughs> but Rey won't do it. AJ left alone in the ring. Finn hits the coup de gras for the W. More about moving the storyline uh, ahead here, but the match was kind of the afterthought. Nothing too special about the match. Uh, AJ and Chris. <laughs> AJ is Chris pissed. He shoves Rey Mysterio down. I was like, oh snap, is AJ going to join the Judgment Day? And then, oh, never mind. Judgment Day just jumps AJ and attacks him. Like, what the fuck? Damn it. You guys had him, you dummies. You, you He might have joined up with you because he was upset with Rey. And then he, Judgment Day could have snuck in there and be like, Yo, man, you tired of losing all the time? How about you join the Judgment Day? And nope, they just attack him instead. So uh, not yet. Maybe AJ will join up at some point. I, I again would wouldn't be wouldn't be against that. I think that would be kind of cool, actually. But not not yet. Next up, you got Daniel Cormier, uh, UFC legend. Daniel Cormier is going to be the special guest referee for the Seth uh, Seth Rollins and Matt Riddle fight. And, uh, and their pit match, uh, the fight pit match. Uh, that's pretty cool. I, I like Daniel Cormier. He didn't he didn't come off very good on his video promo thing. It was very clearly scripted. But uh, Daniel Cormier is a is a really cool dude, man. Uh, he's he's uh, the current he commentates on the UFC fights with Joe Rogan and uh, the the other man. And I like him in in the UFC. I think he's good. I always thought he he had some potential to show up in the WWE because uh, he does have a an okay uh, he's an okay mouthpiece on the microphone. I remember him and Seth or. Um, is that his name? No, John Jones. John Bones Jones going at it all the time. I always, I think John Jones would be an unreal guy in the WWE. But DC Daniel Cormier always thought he would show up in the WWE. Uh, I always thought maybe he would be in the ring, but nah, he's just gonna be a special guest referee. But I'm into it. Next, you got Bobby Lashley. He's walking around backstage. He wants a challenger. Uh, who's as much of a hustler as he is apparently. So who steps up to the to the challenge? It's Mustafa Ali. He appears with his hair all did up in braids and stuff. Um, yeah, interesting look, that's for sure. Uh, he looks like Pippi Longstocking. Just gonna leave it at that. Uh, looks like these two will be fighting in the future, or I think they're fighting later on. Yeah, they're gonna be fighting later on on the show tonight. 
Now we got Sammy and Jimmy Uso uh, having a massive bromant, just laughing it up, having a great time, uh, really good stuff. Solo is embarrassed to be in their presence. He's just like, oh my god, what, what the hell? These two just having way too much of a bro down. <laughs> Jay Uso yucks all the yum as per usual. He is such a such a dick. Uh, they run into the street profits. They exchange very nice words to each other, of course. I'm just kidding. Uh, Ford has a walking boot on, so he won't be fighting. But Dawkins will fight Solo Sokoa later on tonight. And I just have to say it. Sammy and Jay or uh, Jimmy Uso are just way too cute, man. <laughs> it's just it's so cute. Uh, next, you got Bobby Lashley versus Mustafa Ali. Uh, I don't believe this was for the title. I didn't. I didn't. I don't think it was for the title, but. Mustafa hits this like 450 splash on Bobby Lashley's arm. Uh, he had it like caught up in the ropes and he nails the 450 splash. I thought that was a really cool little spot there. I'm going to give that a thumbs up. Mustafa with a big old bitch slap. Oh boy. Not a good idea, Mustafa. Bobby goes absolutely banana, throws Mustafa into the ring post. Mustafa is obliterated with a spear and passes out in the hurt lock. Bobby dominated as he should. Solid match here for Bobby. I, I just have to say, Bobby has been on a great run in the WWE. I was I was a big fan of him in the Hurt Business. I thought he had a great run as the WWE Champion. And now he is crushing it as the United States Champion. So, good stuff, big man. I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying Bobby Lashley's uh, new... Uh, I don't know, how many runs has he had in WWE? Is this just his second run? Anyway, I'm a big fan of him right now. So, thumbs up for Bobby. Rollins attacks Bobby Lashley after the match and stomps in Mustafa's skull for good measure. So Rollins just all over the place. And now Seth Rollins is equipped with a microphone. Oh boy, what's he got to say this week? Um, Seth has this like little dot on his forehead. It's like a little, uh, I guess he had to get stitches, but it was just driving me crazy, this little dot on his head. And his shirt doesn't fit. It's like his little, his belly is sticking out. It was just driving me up the freaking wall. Like, I don't know, is everyone's shirts like shrunk in the wash this week? It's just driving me banana. So they show off a video package here that kind of shows what the fight pit will look like. It's it's basically a steel cage, but with a platform around the top of it so they can fight on top. Uh, they, they've done it. It's pretty cool looking. They used it a few times in NXT. They've had a, a few fight pit matches in, in the past that I completely forgot existed. But yeah, they've done it before. And once I saw it, I was like, oh, yes, yes, of course, I remember. It is a pretty cool uh, structure. Seth tells Riddle to get his face out here so he can get pissed off at it. <laughs> Riddle comes out, but Seth reminds him they aren't allowed to touch each other tonight. Riddle says he is going to commit murder on Seth and Seth this weekend. Holy shit, dude, this is getting real. Riddle tries to lead the crowd in an awkward chant, but uh, I feel like it fell pretty flat. I, I, I can't remember what the hell he was going for, but it, it just didn't work. Seth gets real, talking about Riddle's kids and child support payments and all that stuff, just going on about his divorce and, and all that stuff. Really good, uh, <laughs> really solid, deep-cutting chirps right there. Thumbs up for that. Riddle with some good comebacks of his own, and then DC Daniel Cormier appears on the big screen. He tells the children to settle down, throw, Seth throws a, a fucking temper, temper tantrum, and he walks away. A good segment here. I like this rivalry. I, I'm really excited for their match tonight. Uh, that heat, the rivalry's been really heated up, so I think they're going to kick the ever-living shit out of each other in that, in that fight pit, so it should be good. 
Now we got Candice LeRae. She is walking backstage, and a weird QR code appears on the screen for a second there. It takes you to some, like, white rabbit shit, which rumor has it is carrying cross, but a lot of people are starting to speculate that it's Bray Wyatt, so we'll have to wait and see. It's as far as I know, it's it's Karrion Cross because he was known as the White Rabbit in uh, in the I think in the Indies or something. I don't know, but if it's Bray Wyatt, that I will I will cream my pants. Now we got Miz. He is backstage. He's flipping out on the phone about Dexter Loomis, who was behind him stalking him, and that Champa has been missing for weeks. So Miz is currently going insane because <laughs> over Dexter Loomis. So it's pretty entertaining stuff. Now we got a match Candice LeRae versus Dakota Kai with Io and Bailey. Candice wearing these little wings on her back. They they look terrible. Uh, she should go talk to Athena in AEW and learn how to make some cool ass freaking wings cuz those things were some some they're just bad. Kai gets a kick right in the mush from Candice and then Kai in return gives Candice her receipt and kicks her right in the face <laughs> right there. So that made me laugh and I'm going to give that a thumbs up. Uh, off the distraction, Dakota gets the roll-up for the win. Sheesh! Uh, these two had a pretty stiff match right here, really laying it in on each other. I I really dug this. Uh, pleasantly surprised with this match. I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. I, I actually liked it. Not a big fan of Candice LeRae in the ring, but um, yeah, they really went at it tonight. It was good. Gargano awakens a sleeping Miz backstage. Miz awakens, and Loomis has left him a lovely picture. Aw, that's so nice. How sweet. Uh, now we got shoosh, shoosh please, Otis with Chad Gable and Austin Theory versus Johnny Gargano. Johnny landing high on his back, ouch, that, that didn't look very good. Then we got Jar Johnny Gargano with a DDT and a stiff super kick right in the mouth of Otis. Really nice looking right there, gonna give that a thumbs up. Theory smacks Gargano in the back with the briefcase. The ref doesn't see it. Otis slams Johnny for the W. Pretty solid match. Johnny is a absolute selling machine out there. Gotta give him a thumbs up for all that great selling. Alpha Academy jumps Gargano after the match. This summons... Braun Strowman. He runs down and just blasts through freaking Otis, man. Oh my god, that made me giggle. Give him that a thumbs up. Now we got a match, Braun Strowman versus Chad Gable. Braun just hums Gable to the outside, throws him way over the ring, right onto Otis to the outside. That was awesome, giving that a thumbs up. Chad able to get the better of Braun for a little bit here, but Braun nails the massive powerbomb for the W. Another pretty solid match here. I really actually, I like Gable and Braun in the ring together. I think they have really good chemistry in the ring. I would enjoy to see these two in the ring together. And uh, yeah. Good shit. Contract signing time now for the Raw Women's Championship. Bailey comes out all alone as promised, so just Bailey, no damage control. Bailey goes off on a pretty entertaining rant about the fans. Bianca tells her to shut up. Bianca goes off with her own chirps now to Bailey. Good, good back and forth. They're gonna give that a thumbs up. Now damage control show, uh, shown beating down Asuka and Bliss in the back. Bailey grabs Bianca's hair and flings her over the table. Oh damn, that that looked like it hurt. Bianca escapes, checks on her girls backstage, and Asuka is really beaten down. Her leg is is badly damaged, and she's she's quite she seems to be really hurt. Uh, Bliss calls out Io for a fight later on tonight. Okay, Bliss will. I don't know, man. I'm not a big fan of Alexa Bliss right now, and, and not for a while, honestly. But 
yeah, she's she's calling out people for fights. So I'm not too excited to see her in the ring, but we'll see how it goes later on. Now we got Solo Sokoa with the Usos, obviously the honorary Uso, Sami Zayn, versus Dawkins with Montez Ford. Dawkins absolutely on fire out of the gate. This pisses off Solo. He grabs a chair, but Sammy calms him down. He's like, just, just, just relax. You're all right. Solo ends up getting the W. Very solid match. I just have to say, Dawkins looked great, man. He just keeps getting better and better. If I had to give an award right now for the most improved, I'm, I would more than likely give it to Dawkins. He is... Week after week, he just keeps impressing me. You know, he's lost a lot of weight. He keeps getting better in the ring. His his momentum and confidence is just getting better and better. And uh, yeah, going to give him a thumbs up. Good job, Dawkins. Now we got Yo Sky with Damage Control versus Alexa Bliss with Bianca Belair. Twisted Bliss, but Bailey. Uh, Twisted Bliss, but Bailey distracts the ref. Yo takes takes over, nails the picture perfect moonsault for the W. Uh, really enjoy EO Sky. Lots of cool move variety. She just got. She just pulls out a whole bunch of sweet moves, man. Like never boring to watch EO Sky. Thumbs up for her. And uh, yeah, Alexa Bliss was was Alexa Bliss. So yeah, there's that. I just don't like watching her in the ring. She 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 her offense is like getting hit with a light little feather. It's very. It's just not good looking, honestly, in my opinion. She's very similar to Liv Morgan in the ring. Like Bliss can sell, but she cannot. She can't sell her own offense well, in my opinion. Is anyone else out there in the same boat as me? Alexa Bliss, not that good. I just want her to be a heel. She's a natural heel. She is no good as a babyface. She has to be a heel to be any good in my books. But that's just my two cents. Damage Control attacks Alexa and Bianca with a ladder after the match. But Asuka hobbles down under <laughs> with, a, with a kendo stick uh, on the bad leg. She's just, she can't really move. She gets a couple smacks in before Damage Control beats her down as well. Bliss is squished in between the ladder. Sounds better than it looked. I mean, it just didn't really come off very well. Bailey drawing in the heat from the crowd plants Bianca's face into the ground. Bianca grabs the, or, yeah, Bailey grabs the women's championship. She climbs up the ladder, raising the title up high, and damage control. Io uh, and Dakota holding up their tag team championships, holding all the gold. And uh, is this foreshadowing for Extreme Rules? We will see tonight. I will. I will be watching that. Uh, a pretty all right go home raw doing a good job here drawing in more heat and interest in the ongoing storylines and a couple surprisingly good matches thrown in there as well i'm gonna give raw a six out of ten this week it's it was not too bad i mean it's a go home week so you can't expect too many bangers of matches because they don't want anybody to get hurt but i felt they did a good enough job all right, next up, you got NXT. Uh, they're kicking it off with the tag team champs, pretty deadly. NXT wearing some, uh, kicking off NXT wearing some unreal outfits, dude. They come out all fucking dressed up like old, uh, I don't know, Pirates of the Caribbean, like those British, I don't know, British people with the powdered wigs and all that shit. It looked awesome. I'm going to give it a thumbs up. They go on a very entertaining rant, chirp fest, whatever, about the tag team division. They're just fucking sh talking shit about everybody claiming they have beaten everyone 
Until the brawling brutes arrive. Oh my goodness. Crowd goes absolutely insane for the Bruiserweight. And no one gives a shit about poor old Ridge Holland. <laughs> they were just all Bruiserweight. Bruiserweight. And rightfully so, man. Pete Dunne, the Bruiserweight. One of the best things that, that was on NXT for a while. I missed the Bruiserweight. I miss Pete Dunne. Uh, yeah. But um, a brawl breaks out. And the brutes obviously get the better of Pretty Deadly here. Well, that was a pretty goddamn entertaining opening segment. I enjoyed that. I'm going to give that a thumbs up. Now we got a match. Aura Mensai versus Carmelo with Trick Williams. Trick takes a hit for Melo. Melo takes advantage of that. Hits the top rope top rope leg drop for the W. Uh, Mensa, impressive in the ring. Very, very athletic man. And he and Melo have a, a pretty solid match here. Not too bad. Melo decides he's going to rock some commentary for a little bit after the match. So... Okay, backstage, we got Brutus Creed getting checked by the doctor. Dude, his shoulder is fucking eviscerated. It is so bruised up, man, because he took 10 chair shots from uh, Damian Kemp last week. And wow, dude, he that his shoulder was so gross looking, so badly bruised. It was brutal. Now we got Andre... Uh, Andre Andre? Andre Chase, yeah. I, was, I, I don't know what the heck that was about. Andre Chase with Chase U versus Vaughn Wagner. This is for a shot at the North American Championship in the ladder match, qualifying match for the ladder match. Uh, Henley slams Mr. Stone on the outside. That was that was pretty cool. Gonna give that a thumbs up. That was a pretty scary looking slam, though. It almost, like, Stone almost didn't get his, like, neck tucked in properly, and he... Almost potentially could have broken his neck there. Just be fucking careful, Stone. Jesus, I don't ever... Because someone... Um, I forget who, who it was. I think it was that Aaron Drozdov back in um, the Attitude Era. He took a slam like that, and it paralyzed him for uh, from the neck down. And he is uh, now currently in a wheelchair for the rest of his life. I think he actually passed away, sadly. But yeah, I just got, I just got a little bit of a <laughs> flashback of when that happened, so... Chase gets a super near fall on uh, Von Wagner, hits the Death Valley driver for the W, and Von Wagner qualifies for the ladder match. Ah, dang it. Maybe next time, Chase U. I was really uh, cheering hard for Andre Chase to win this one. But from out of nowhere, Wes Lee flies out of the sky onto Mello. They brawl for a little bit, and uh, that's that. Now you got Wendy Chu versus Lash Lash Legend. Chu hits the Vader-like bomb off the top for the victory. Uh, I know, uh, 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 just a just a match, you know. Not really much going on. It wasn't bad, but it definitely wasn't wasn't very good. But <laughs> yeah, it was just kind of there. Now we got Wes Lee and Stax. They're talking backstage. Stax is pissed that Lee hurt the Don last week, and Wes will be paying the consequences. Yeah. Nobody hurts the Don of NXT. <laughs> so they're, they're going with it. At least, uh, you know, I, you don't get to see a whole lot of stacks and, and him talking and stuff, but I think he's pretty all right. Now you got Toxic Attraction, Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. They are going up against Zoe Stocks and Nikita Lyons. This is a number one contenders match for the tag team championships. Nikita and Jane nail each other with nice looking kicks there. Uh, I, I enjoyed that. I'm going to give that a thumbs up. Starks, a absolute house of fire off of the hot tag. She and Lions nail a nice super kick German suplex combo. I enjoyed that. 
Awesome flipping, <laughs> awesome flipping GTS, that fucking finisher from Starks, so awesome. Uh, into a split leg drop from Lions, and they get the big victory here over Toxic Attraction, and they are now the number one contenders for the Tag Team Championship. So, very good good match here, man. Uh, fast pace, good tag team offense, both teams, from both teams, I, I enjoy both of these teams. Um, all four women looked really good in this match, I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10, and... Zoe Stark's got one of the best finishers in the business right now. That that flipping GTS is fucking sick. Go check it out. Now you got one hell of a video promo from Ilya Dragunov, dude. Very, very intense. Really showing off uh, what this guy can do in the ring. Uh, I cannot wait for that triple threat match uh, between Dragunov, Breaker, and um, Bates. That should be some fucking good stuff. Giving this video package a thumbs up. It was very well done. Now, we, now it's time for the Grayson Waller effect. Uh, it's his talk show thing, whatever. Uh, his guests this week is my girl, Cora Jade, and not my girl, Roxanne Perez. All right, let's see how we do. Cora and Perez go back and forth. Cora getting in the better chirps, of course. I mean, she's just so good right now. Waller getting frustrated. He keeps getting interrupted. He just wants to talk, but they, they just keep going at it with each other. Very entertaining. Time to spin the wheel to make the deal. So they got the big uh, fucking, what the hell do you call it? The board, the, the circular board that spins. You know what I'm saying? It lands on a weapons wild match. Whatever the fuck that is. Um, fuck, dude. There was a buried alive match on there that I would have loved to see these two in. Because then Jade could literally just bury Perez. Not just metaphorically, but for real. So that would have been awesome. Jade and Perez start fighting in the ring. Waller runs down and takes selfies. Uh, that was pretty funny. Apollo Crews appears from underneath the ring. And thankfully his eye isn't disgusting this time. But he goes ahead and attacks Grayson Waller's eyes. Ew, dude. I fucking hate eye stuff. Please stop doing eye stuff. I don't like that. It's nasty. Good segment here, though. I, I really enjoy the beef between Cora and Perez. And Waller was pretty damn entertaining, so I'm going to give this um, the Grayson Waller effect a thumbs up. Well done. Good stuff. Now you got Julius Creed versus Duke Hudson. I completely forgot Duke Hudson existed. Uh, sorry, even though he's a massive human being. But anyway, Julius absolutely takes it to Hudson, drops him in about a minute, doesn't even break a fucking sweat, dude. Uh, for such a large man that Hudson is, they sure do make him look like a weak little bitch. I, I just don't understand what they're doing with him. Brutus runs down, goes absolutely full roid fest, beats down Hudson as well. Kemp appears, calls Brutus a little bitch. That made me giggle like a little girl. <laughs> Kemp wants Brutus to be fired from NXT if he wins at Halloween Havoc. Okay. Julius is good with this, but also wants it to be an ambulance match. Oh, snap. This is... That should be pretty goddamn fun. I'm actually I'm really into the Kemp versus the Creed brothers right now. It's a pretty heated rivalry, and um, yeah, it should be pretty good. An ambulance match. That'll be fun. Now you got Hank. Hank is getting hyped up by his security guard brothers uh, for his first contracted match against Zion Quinn later on tonight. Uh, Quincy shows up, warns Hank to be careful because Zion is Chris pissed. All right, you go, Hank. Let's see what you got. So we got Hank Walker versus Zion Quinn. Hank gets fired up, rips off the shirt. He's got a body like a bag of milk, man, but 
so do I. And fuck yeah, Hank, you're a sexy beast. Like he doesn't even he does not look like a, a you know a WWE. He's not a physical specimen. He's got a little belly. He's got some jiggle to him, which is totally fine. He's very he's just a man's man. He's just a regular ass dude. But Zion yucks my yum and pins Hank. Damn it. Boo, Zion. How dare you beat Hank? How dare you? Quincy comes down to protect protect Hank from a beatdown and even slaps the ass of Hank. That was fun. And Hank seemed to enjoy the little ass slap right there. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I see why everyone loves this Hank guy, man. Like, he is over, but... Just the fact that he's just a regular dude, he's got a regular body like 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 you and I, like any normal person, no abs, just a regular dude. Thumbs up. I, I enjoyed this. Like wasn't a good match or anything, but it was very entertaining. The crowd was into it. They love Hank, and yeah, it was fun. You got Cameron Grimes talking to some ran uh, talking to some random backstage person. He gets jumped by schism. Uh, Gacy welcomes the random masked man into the schism. Alrighty then, yeah. So um, Grimes was talking to some weird masked dude. We don't know who the hell he is, and honestly, I don't give a shit because the Grimes versus the Dyad schism, Joe Gacy stuff. I could not give. I just think it's bad. I, I am not, and I just don't like it. So yeah. Alrighty then, moving on. Butch and Ridge backstage getting bombarded by the tag division, asking for a title shot if they win. The Butch absolutely explodes and smashes a chair as lightly as humanly possible against the wall. <laughs> what the fuck was that, Butch? Like, I was expecting him to go absolutely banana and like, he just hums a chair like he knew he was going to get in trouble with it if he threw it too hard. So he's like, and just lightly tosses it. I don't know. It was bad, but it made me laugh. So there's that. Braun Breaker now getting interviewed backstage. Then Big Body Javi interrupts. He says words. Uh, honestly, I think I blacked out a little bit there, so I don't really know if he said anything of interest, but Big Body Javi. You know, I love to say Big Body Javi. Javi. Now we got the main event, baby. It's the Brawling Brutes versus Pretty Deadly. This is for the NXT Tag Team Championships. Okay. Brutes hot out of the gate, beating the ever-living shit out of Pretty Deadly. Butch with a really cool rolling powerbomb off of the back of Ridge Holland. That was really cool. Giving that a thumbs up. Prince saving his partner numerous times. Ridge and Butch nail the combo kick slam, but Imperium runs down to distract them from getting the pin. Pretty deadly hit the spilled milk, and they retain their titles. Hmm. Anofi and Blade and Briggs and Jensen show up. They all want a piece of Pretty Deadly. Uh, it was a good match. Butch was an absolute psycho out there in the ring, as always. I was expecting it to be a little bit better than that, but it was still good. 7 out of 10. Pretty solid NXT this week, uh, setting up matches and building storylines for Halloween Havoc. Creed versus Kemp is super heated, and so is Jade versus Perez. I uh, cannot wait for the triple threat. Um, JD, McDonough, Ilya, and Braun Breaker could be a match of the year candidate right there. Uh, I am I have high, high hopes for that match. But NXT this week, I am going to give it a 6.5 out of 10. Alright, now it is time for AEW Dynamite. This is their third, three-year, uh, excuse me, three-year anniversary. And they are kicking it off in style with MJF versus Wheeler Yuta. And wow, dude, I must say, MJF looks real jacked, baby. Looking real jacked. He hasn't been in a match in about four months. And uh, he's been out there. He must be working out, dude, because he looks great. He looks excellent. Looks, it looks like he added another, like, maybe a good solid 10 pounds of pure muscle. Looks great. 
MGF telling the crowd to suck it. He's flipping them off and slinging loads at them. You know, he's doing all the hand gestures. Fucking hilarious. Making me giggle all, all, all over the place. Thumbs up for that. MGF with a powerbomb neck backbreaker thing looked fucking awesome. I really enjoyed that move, giving that a thumbs up. Both men go on a reversal fest, showing off the phenomenal skills of, of both of them. That was awesome. Thumbs up for that. MGF rolls away from Yuta on the top rope, flips him off, and then Yuta just goes for it. He flies fucking three quarters of the way across the ring and nails the splash on MJF. Fucking thumbs up for that. That was dope. MJF locks in the brutal-looking Salt of the Earth armbar, and Yuta taps out. Holy damn, um, Salt of the Earth was, was already a pretty devastating-looking move, but now MJF has, like, added even more torque to the armbar, so looks awesome. Damn. What a great match, man. Wow, uh, MJF hasn't missed a beat, and he and Yuta worked excellently together tonight. I'm going to give that an 8 out of 10. That was some great stuff. Yuta wants to shake hands with, with MJF after the match, then out of nowhere, fucking Lee Moriarty attacks Yuta. Okay, Stokely shows up, giving the ring to MJF to clock Yuta, but he's hesitant to do so. William Regal puts on the brass knucks, rut row. He walks down to the ring, and MJF wants nothing to do with that. Regal is an absolute psychopath. He's fucking such a badass, giving that a thumbs up. So they're teasing a little bit here that MJF... Uh, we don't know exactly if he is working with Stokely Hathaway and all his people or if MJF is just on his own. We don't know. I don't know fully yet. So um, I hope he just does, don't join up with Stokely. For goodness sakes, MJF. You don't, I don't want that. Not, not with Stokely. Don't join up, join up with that. That's n no, please, no. Now you got Jericho Appreciation Society. They are being interviewed backstage. They are flipping out about Garcia disrespecting Chris Jericho and not taking the unreal bucket hat that Chris Jericho gifted for him. Fun little segment. You had, um, what's his name back there? Fucking uh, the big man. He was wearing the bucket hat and I got a, I got a little chuckle out of that. So I'm going to give the segment a thumbs up. Now you got Jay Lethal versus Darby Allen. Uh, very nice springboard arm drag from Darby there. Very nice stuff. Going to give that a thumbs up. Lethal beating the shit out of uh, the bad uh, of the leg of Darby Allen. Just really working on the leg for throughout the match. Lethal takes a nasty looking fall when Darby reverses the lethal injection. Uh, just, jeez, just be careful, Jesus. Uh, Dutt and Singh come down, but uh, Jay Lethal tells them to go away. He doesn't need them. Then Lethal and Darby trade a bunch, like a whole bunch of pin counters, uh, just reversing each other over and over again until Darby inevitably catches Lethal in the Last Supper for the W. Uh, really good, fast-paced match. Some good-ass wrestling right here, man. Very solid stuff. Going to give it a 7 out of 10. The only thing that I, I, I like, Darby continuously keeps winning with The Last Supper. Uh, I don't even remember if he has a finish or anything. It seems like he just wins all the matches with The Last Supper. If you don't know what The Last Supper is, it's just like this... It's a very, it's a cool pinning technique. Like, it's it's unlike anything I've ever seen. He, like, ties up the legs and then rolls them back up and just locks them into this pin. Kind of like a pretzel. And and you can't get out of it. So, it's like, a, if he can get it in, you're pretty much fucked and he's, he's going to pin you. But it's interesting. It's just, like, I don't know. Do I, Can we get, like, maybe a real finisher for Darby? I don't know. It's, it's, it's not bad. I'm just wondering. It's just, I'm curious. Anyway. After the match, Darby aggressively demands Jay to shake his hand. After some thought, 
Jay shakes Darby's hand. Fuck yeah. Crowd fucking loves it. They lose their minds. Good stuff there, Jay Lethal. I'm a I'm a big fan of Jay Lethal and Darby Allen, of course. Who who doesn't like Darby Allen? He's the shit. Now we got Brian Cage versus Wardlow for the TNT Championship. Um, wow. I haven't seen Brian Cage in a while, man. Uh, hasn't hasn't made a main show appearance for a while. Been mostly hanging out on Dark Elevation. Uh, I was a, I was a fan of Brian Cage. Uh, he is a massive massive individual he makes bobby lashley look like a tiny man like brian cage is huge anyway to the match cage just lifting wardlow like he's a bunch of weights in the gym just fucking pumping him up like he's pumping iron and dude that was just incredible display of strength right there from brian cage thumbs up for that wardlow with a freaking whisper in the wind out of nowhere wow that made me that just made me go holy shit dude that was insane thumbs up for that and crazy athleticism from wardlow then wardlow nails four power bombs on brian cage for the w uh wow holy that was a really good big hoss fight like usually when you got two big guys like that i was not expecting very much out of this match but pleasantly surprised don't think i've seen wardlow in a match this long and on he looked really good like wardlow's just been doing squash matches over and over again but he finally got an opponent that he can't squash in four seconds and they had a really good match man i really enjoyed this seven and a half out of ten good shit wardlow is jumped after the match this summons samoa joe and ftr to the ring and uh, they clear everybody out and yeah FDR has been vocal lately about their frustrations with AEW and Tony Khan. Uh, they just, you know, FTR hasn't been, I don't know, they haven't been using them properly on AEW lately. They haven't been in a lot of tag team matches. Uh, they've been getting paired up with Samoa Joe randomly. I don't know. And apparently FTR are getting pretty frustrated with the, with the way that they're being utilized in AEW. And I can understand their frustrations. I think they're they're not being used properly, but... Anyway, what do you guys think? Do you think that FTR is just, like, kind of lost a little bit right now in the AEW shuffle? Which is kind of a shame because they are one of the best tag teams of all time. Uh, not my personal favorite, but I, I am a fan of them. They're pretty damn good. Anyway, now we got a six-women tag team match. Penelope Ford, Serena Deeb, and my girl, Jamie Hayter, versus Willow, Athena, and Tony, and Tony Storm. I don't know why. I just I think I just had a mild stroke there. I'm okay. I'm okay. Tony with a beautiful that beautiful hip attack of hers. I'm I'm gonna give it a thumbs up as always. It just looks so fucking good. Uh, the good ladies win the match here. I honestly didn't pay all that much attention to this match. I apologize. Uh, really only interested in Jamie Hader. Honestly, <laughs> match was fine though. I don't. I I I yeah. It was fine. Now we got the acclaimed. Oh my goodness. Do you know what? Do you know what this past Wednesday was? Everybody. It was National Scissoring Day. Scissors! Scissors, everybody! Scissors! Um, awesome rap from Caster, as always. The fucking Joe Biden line made me laugh. That was fucking hilarious. If you know, if you heard it, you heard it. If you didn't, go look it up. I can't, I'm not going to rap for you. Anthony is the is apparently the Sultan of Caesar. <laughs> just laughing. I'm just giggling throughout this whole segment, man. Fucking goddamn. Daddy Scissor gifts the acclaimed with a giant pair of golden scissors. <laughs> it's just fucking. Oh my god. 
Bowen runs with scissors. You can't do that, Anthony. That's dangerous. Don't run with scissors. To, um, fucking Tony Schiavone said that on commentary, and I fucking just busted out laughing. Crowd is absolutely loving this. Everybody's loving it, having a great time. I'm loving it. Swerve comes down, though. Oh, no. He comes out and ruins everything. He's just jealous that he sucks at rapping. No, he just can't rap as good as Caster. Smart Mark comes out now, claiming the acclaimed need him and to beat Swerve, so, yeah, um, sadly, they, 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 the, the segment ends with a little bit of a fart, but this segment was fucking awesome, dude, it was so funny, everyone in the crowd was loving it, Scissors is so over, the acclaimed is honestly one of the hottest things in the company right now, if not the hottest thing right now, they are so fucking over right now, the scissor thing is just so incredible, gonna give it a double thumbs up, double thumbs up for, for scissoring day, it was fucking hilarious. Now we got Roosh versus Hangman Adam Page. Uh, Roosh choking and whipping Hangman with some cables on the outside. What the fuck? Was this a fucking DQ match or something? Like, shouldn't he have gotten DQ'd for that? But anyway, he doesn't. Tons of stiff strikes from Roosh and Page. Very good stuff there. Going to give that a thumbs up. Hangman intercepts the bull rush and nails the buckshot lariat for the W. Very physical fight and a very solid match. Mox runs down out through the crowd. He's got some words for the hangman. Mox is going to break his face and turn him blue. Fucking excellent promo there from John Moxley, as always. Made me laugh, and I'm going to give it a thumbs up. Hangman rebuttals. He doesn't say very much, but it, w it was fine. But yeah, it's going to be a really good fight between Mox and Hangman. I cannot wait. It should be an absolute brawl. Could very well be a match of the year candidate as well. I'm looking forward to that one. Now you got Luchasaurus. He destroys Fuego del Sol in a squash match. Uh, not much to say about that. But Jungle Boy runs down, smacks Luchasaurus with a chair. Jungle Boy is yelling at Luchasaurus. Uh, he's telling him that he broke his heart, and now he is going to break Luchasaurus's face. Oh, fuck yeah. Christian says that that fight will happen in his hometown of Toronto next week on Dynamite, and I am very sad that I will not be going to that show. Um, I would love to, man, and I can. Like, I can go to that show. The only reason why I'm not going to that show is because... That is the opening night. That is the Toronto Maple Leafs' first game. Uh, they're playing the Habs that night. That's the NHL home opener, like the opener, and I, I just can't miss it, man. I can't miss the first game of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, I'm devastated by this, by, by by having to make that decision, one of the hardest decisions I've ever made. Guaranteed, I'm going to regret not going to AEW on Wednesday. Um, I, I know it's going to be a banger of a show, but yeah, sadly, my wife and I won't be going to it this time, but... Next time AEW rolls around in Canada, I will be fucking going for sure. Okay. Jericho and Sammy Guevara versus Brian... Uh, yeah, Brian Danielson and Daniel Garcia. Jericho and Garcia just whooping the shit out of each other. Thumbs up for that. Danielson and Garcia lock in a dual submission. Uh, or uh, I guess, yeah, they locked in a submission together. And that, that, that looked pretty damn cool. Chris puts Brian through a table, leaving Garcia alone in the ring with Sammy. He locks in the sharpshooter, but Chris nails him in the face with the title belt while the ref ain't looking. Fucking refs are lacking on this on this on this week. What the heck? You're missing everything, you guys. 
Sammy pins Garcia, and the bad guys get the win. Uh, good match, man. Tons of talent in the ring here. I'm a fan of everyone except for Sammy Guevara. He sucks ass, but good match. 7 out of 10. Good show this week, man. Uh, the Scissor Party. Wow, that was so freaking good. That was amazing. Crowd had tons of energy tonight and lots of good matches on the card. Particularly MJF versus Yuta was great. No rust at all on MJF, man. He hasn't missed a beat and he looks fucking awesome. The intensity in the ongoing feuds are really boiling over and I'm very excited for uh, some really good payoffs at the upcoming pay-per-view here in a couple weeks. Uh, I would like to see the women's division, though, get something going. I'm really only interested in the in the, in the the fact where whenever Jamie Hayter is going to turn on Britt Baker, that's really the only thing of interest that's going on for me personally in the women's division. Yeah, it's nice that Soraya is back, but she's not doing anything in the ring. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's not that big of like, it's great to see her back and everything. It's just like, She's not what she used to be, man. Like, she's just gone through too many injuries. And, uh, yeah, I think she's kind of lost it a little bit. But it's it's still very, very early. It's it's too early to say that it's uh, that I'm already over Soraya. But so far, kind of lukewarm on her. Uh, but anyway, still a great show overall. Congratulations on the three years of Dynamite. And let's keep that momentum rolling, guys. I'm, they're going through a little bit of a bumpy patch right now in AEW. Dealing with a lot of backstage bullshit and all that stuff. But... Still a great show to, uh, this week, giving it an 8 out of 10. Okay, who's up next? What do we got? Is it uh, SmackDown? Do we do SmackDown now? Where is SmackDown? There's SmackDown. Okay, let's do SmackDown. Uh, okay, because, well, just remember, the last couple weeks here, I have not been re reviewing SmackDown very well. The, the last couple shows have been really shit. So, this is your third chance, SmackDown. Let's see what you got. Come on. We got Triple H. He is starting the show. Wow. Uh, I thought he didn't like working Fridays. If anyone remembers that, good for you. Shout out to you. Uh, oh, fart, though. He's only here to promote SmackDown is on Fox. whoop de freaking do Triple H. No one gives a shit. Crowd went so flat when he said, Welcome to Fox. And the crowd was just like... And then he's like, Welcome to SmackDown. Like... <laughs> they go crazy but um yeah they, they he almost lost it there but he won them back so uh, anyway that's it triple h is gone the commentary team has also been changed up now they got wade barrett is in with michael cole now and apparently booker t is back on commentary he's going to be commentating on nxt now so i cannot wait to see booker t on commentary again i fucking love booker t can you dig it sucker fata Fuck, I'm not going to do it. I can't. <laughs> okay. Bloodline. Uh, they come to put Ro uh, they come out put Roman makes the crowd acknowledge him as always. Great stuff. Thumbs up. Then Logan Paul comes out. Oh Jesus. Here we go. Crowd chants Logan sucks because he fucking does suck. Paul Heyman gets on the mic and chirps the fuck out of logan paul man just calling him like a b-list wannabe celebrity all this stuff it was fucking right on the money paul i loved it thumbs up you were making me laugh logan responds um he is wooded into oblivion i couldn't even get a sing i didn't even i couldn't even understand a single word that he said because everybody was just wadding the shit out of him the wwe universe wants absolutely nothing to do with logan paul man like 
absolutely nothing. Like he just looks like a fish out of water right now. It lo- it was bad. Sammy has his turn to chirp Logan, calling him a phony baloney, calling him a phony wannabe, and I could not agree more, man. I fucking hate Logan Paul. Thumbs up for that. Uh, but wow, man. That was really fucking bad. Logan Paul barely said a thing. Uh, the crowd chewed him up and spit him out, and he looked completely uninterested in the whole thing. He, like, got out of the ring at one point. He was just standing on the apron. Given this, a, given Logan Paul a triple, triple, yes, a triple thumbs down. Fuck Logan Paul. I hate the fact that they have this. They have Logan Paul going up, and they're and they're promoting this. They're, and it's not it's a fuck. It's not even till mid November. So we got to go through all of October and a chunk of November with this Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns stuff. It's fucking terrible. And the the fact like Logan looked just fucking bad, dude. He looked terrible. Um, the only way that this is going to go over well and is for Roman to squash, and I mean squash Logan Paul like a fucking bug. But, um, yeah, triple thumbs down for Logan Paul, but I'm going to give a double thumbs up for Heyman and Sami Zayn chirping the fuck out of him. And also a shout out for the crowd just giving it to him. Good fucking job, you guys. Great job. Don't let Logan Paul get over in the WWE. He fucking sucks. Um, honestly, man, I think it's a really, really bad idea, uh, booking Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns. I don't think anybody's going to be looking good out of this. Um, I think it's, it's a terrible idea. I don't know why I, I just, it's bad, bad idea. I know they want to make money off of this, but it's just bad for business in my opinion, in my opinion, it's not a good idea, but we'll see how it goes. I am not looking forward to the next month and a bit of, of this fucking shit going on, but yeah, anyway. Solo Sokoa now versus Ricochet. Ricochet falls to the outside. Slams his neck on the way down on the apron. That looked absolutely terrible. Oof, I thought he was hurt. The referee doesn't even go check on him. I was like, holy fuck, dude. Like, go check on him. He just slammed his neck. Like, what the hell? Anyway, Solo catches Ricochet doing the shooting star press. And he catches him into the Sambo Slam for the victory. That was a pretty cool little spot there at the end. I mean, yeah, it was pretty good. Ending was pretty cool, but the rest of the match was pretty fucking weak, though. I didn't, I wasn't, wasn't very good. Bloodline hanging, hanging out backstage. Jay Uso flipping out on Sami Zayn as always, but Roman is starting to get fed up with that shit, and he's getting fed up with Jay being such a hothead all the time. Ooh shit! Oh shit! Cracks are starting to form in between the Bloodline. Oh snap! Now we got Hit Row. They're coming down for a match. But they get jumped by a group of masked luchadors. It's... It's Legado del Fantasma. Oh! And, and... Guess who else is back? Selena Vega. Oh, baby. Yes. She is now hooked up with the Legado. Yes. Fucking Selena Vega is awesome, man. I love Selena Vega. She is so good. Uh, underratedly great in the ring as well. She doesn't wrestle very much, but when she does, it's, it's very good. Um, and I like Legato as well. And they beat the and they beat down Shit Row. Like, oh man, this fucking this is awesome. What a great little segment here. I loved it. Thumbs up. Welcome back, Legato, and welcome back, Selena Vega. I cannot wait to see what they got in store for for the Legato and Selena Vega. It should be really good. In my, I think it's gonna be good. Now we got Zaya Lee and Sonya Deville versus Raquel Rodriguez and Shotzi Blackheart. 
Uh, two pretty, very, two random-ass teams right here, but uh, let's see what happens. Shotzi and Raquel come out on the tank, and the tank shoots, like, fireworks out of it and into the sky. That was really fucking cool. Thumbs up for the tank. Zaya bonks Shotzi on the head like she's in the Three Stooges. I, I got a chuckle out. I was like, hey, come here, chat ahead, and bonk. And just bonk, bonks her on top of the head. Shotzi and Raquel do an assisted flipping DDT, which was cool. And then a powerbomb to Sonya for the W. Um, match was pretty sloppy, honestly, but the team of Shotzi and Raquel has some promise with it, so uh, we shall see where that goes. But um, the team of Deville and Zaya Lee, it seems like, I don't know, there was no chemistry there. The match was pretty sloppy. Looked like they didn't really know what was going on. A lack of communication, probably. I don't know, it's just, just kind of noticeably sloppy. Now you got Karrion Cross. He does his entrance, but then like when Karrion Cross is in the ring, just like Drew McIntyre just appears from behind him. Fucking hilarious. Uh, Drew attaches the the strap to to uh, him and Karrion Cross. Security comes down. Drew beats the fuck out of all the security guards. Karrion Cross slams Drew into the ring post numerous times, and then oh my god, he just absolutely cracks that belt across the back of of Drew McIntyre. Good lord have mercy. It was so fucking loud. I literally, I had to stand up and just go, ooh. I was like, right, I like felt it a little bit on my back. You know, I got that, mm, ooh, damn. And he ain't done there. Fucking uh, Karrion Cross just belts freaking Drew McIntyre like it's 1969. Like, oh my goodness. Getting the belt. Ouch, dude. That is going to hurt. Uh, we didn't get to quite see all the damage that is going to be done to Drew McIntyre's back. I imagine tonight at uh, Extreme Rules, his back is going to be rather all taped up, or he's going to have a fuckload of welts on his back, because, oh man, Karrion Cross went to town on him with that belt. Gonna give that a thumbs up. Oh man, now we got the Viking Raiders. They got a fucking video. Looks like they're going to get their 53rd rebrand in the WWE. This time, I don't know, is Ivar a woman now? What the fuck are they going to do? I don't know anymore with these guys. Like, they, they just... They keep changing them up. They keep changing them a little bit, and they just they they come out. They're gonna do another fucking fourteen squash matches. I I give up with the Viking Raiders, dude. I I just have no hope for these guys. I'm sorry. And I was a big fan of the Viking Raiders. I thought Viking Raiders versus the New Day like a year or two ago was excellent. And they just what the fuck, man. They just cannot leave the Viking Raiders alone. Just let them be Vikings. It's simple. Why do you have to make it so in, so much? Like stop it. <sighs> anyway. Usos and Sammy versus the New Day up next. Kofi and Xavier Woods, and they need a third. It's Braun Strowman. Ah, I thought maybe it was gonna be Big E here. I thought he was gonna be back, but uh, nope. It's just Braun Strowman. Nope, nope, no problem with that. I was just kind of sad that it wasn't Big E. Uh, Jay five stars Sammy's back for the tag, and Sammy's just like, ow, that hurt. Like, if you has anyone ever been five starred before? You know, just a big fucking whack right in the middle of your back oh it fucking hurts and uh yeah sammy's reaction was hilarious made me giggle we get a hot tag for strawman the crowd fucking explodes and so does braun strawman man he just plows through everything even michael cole gets knocked over like holy fuck michael cole down michael cole down made me laugh thumbs up for that New Day nails their finisher for the W. Uh, very fun match. Crowd was itching so bad for Braun Strowman to get into the ring. And when he finally got the hot tag, it was awesome, man. Everyone was fucking going crazy. Braun was going crazy, just uh, destroying everything in his path. It was awesome. 
match was whatever, but the spectacle of Sammy and Jay yelling at each other all match long, excuse me, and Braun Strowman going beast mode was a ton of fun. It was a very fun match, so thumbs up for the match. Now we got backstage. Oh, baby, yes. L. A. Knight is back. Oh, yeah. Fuck yes. He's beaten down the maximum male models. And thank you. Thank you, creative. Whoever is back there that said, let's bring back L.A. Knight. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I was so fucking sad, dude, when they when they changed his gimmick to the fucking male model shit. It was terrible. But welcome back, L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight was honestly one of my favorite gimmicks in the WWE. He's just like this... I don't know how to say. He's just extremely confident, excellent on the mic. He's not amazing in the ring or anything, but he's extremely entertaining. I look forward to. I'm just so happy. La Knight is back. So thumbs up for La Knight. Main event time, y'all. Sheamus versus Gunter with Imperium. This is for the Intercontinental Championship. On paper, this match makes me cream. Let's see how they do. Sheamus taking a couple hard slams into the ring post. Sheamus gives Gunter 30, count them, 30 smacks across the chest. You know, those fucking Celtic cross smacks across the chest that he does. Whew, baby. Oh, my goodness. Thumbs up for that. Uh, Walter took it like a champion. Oh, my God. Imperium comes down, and then the Brawling Brutes run down, as and then all hell has broken loose on the outside of the ring. The shillelagh is passed to Gunter. He blasts Sheamus with it while the ref's back is turned. That is an ongoing theme this week. Referees, what are you doing? Pay attention. And Gunter retains his title. Um, honestly, man, I'm, I'm fucking super disappointed that all the shenanigans were involved for the finish in this match. Uh, but it was still an absolute war, dude. Uh, Sheamus and Gunter beat the fucking shit out of each other. Uh, they were wearing the the battles, the the scars of battle in this one. Chests were red, a little bit of blood, not too, not you know, just they're getting blood the hard way, just a little bit of blood in the mouth, not not a lot of blood, but yeah, dude, very very stiff fight from both men. Uh, good shit, giving a seven and a half out of ten. But without all the shenanigans, you just let Sheamus and Gunter go at it. Maybe in like a, a no DQ match with some weapons, you're, you're looking at an eight and a half, nine out of 10 match right there. But yeah, with all the extra bullshit going on around it, I can only give it a seven and a half. It was still very, very good though. Okay, so how did SmackDown do this week? Well, for a go-home SmackDown, it wasn't as bad as I expected, honestly. Logan Paul looked like an absolute fucking moron this week. I did enjoy it very much. Him just getting chirped for like 10 straight minutes. That was very good. Uh, it was very nice to see Logato back, and obviously, I am very, very happy to see Selena Vega back. And uh, I like that pairing. I think that's going to work very well. Uh, the return of LA Knight is awesome. Braun has a lot of momentum going on right now. Crowds are super into him, and they need to cash in on that. They cannot waste the second coming of Braun Strowman. They blew it the first time. They literally, like, Braun Strowman was so fucking over, like, two, three years ago when he would just come out week after week beating the shit out of Roman Reigns. He was, like, almost stone-cold levels of over, man. The crowds were going... I haven't seen crowds that insane for a guy in the WWE in a long time, and then they absolutely blew it with Braun Strowman. He lost all momentum, losing to Brock Lesnar and all that shit, and, um... They have to cash in on Braun Strowman this time, man. Like, get the belt on this guy. Do something with him. Right now, I think they're blowing it with him right now. Just coming out randomly, pairing up with random tag teams, beating up people. Just have Braun run out, beat the fuck out of people, 
beat the fuck out of Roman again, and then you're going to have a fucking ultra megastar and Braun Strowman, but we'll see what they do. So far, I think they're blowing it, but they're still, they're, it's not, it's not ruined yet, so just, just fucking get it going. Uh, the main event was very good, but like I said, with all the overbooking and the shenanigans with the shillelagh and all that crap, it could have been a great match. I just want Sheamus and Gunter 1v1. No extras, no bullshit, no no gaga, but uh, still an absolutely brutally stiff fight between the two of them. It was It was still very, very good. Better effort this week's SmackDown. I am looking forward to Extreme Rules th uh, tonight. It should be good. The card looks pretty good. And, um, yeah, I'm going to give SmackDown a 6.5 out of 10. So, it was better than Raw, in my opinion. So, you're out of you're out of the out of the shit right now with me, SmackDown. You did, you did better this week. I'll give you that. Okay, and last but not least, we got Rampage slash Battle of the Belts 4. So, it's a two-hour... Uh, event. It's Rampage and Battle of the Belt, so let's get into it. Starting out with Moxley, uh, Claudio, and Yuta versus Roosh and Private Party. Roosh and Mox beat the shit out of each other. That was awesome. Thumbs up for that. Claudio with the big spin on Quinn with, with Isaiah on his back. So, wow, just incredible strength as always from Claudio. Thumbs up for that. Yuta locks in the submission for the W. Solid match. I like Roosh and Mox, man. They have real good chemistry with each other. I would just love to see more Roosh, Roosh versus Moxley. And honestly, I am a big fan of Roosh, man. I think he is fucking awesome. Claudio showing off his ridic ridiculous strength as always. That was some good stuff as well. Now we got Tony Nese and Josh Woods versus Brian Pillman Jr. and Griff Garrison. We get a really cool angle slam neckbreaker combo from Nice and Woods, and they get the W. Uh, it was a squash match. Nice and Woods are on a winning spree uh, as a tag team lately. Apparently, uh, I think they're like they said they're eight and one, or, or they're eight and one now, something like that. So they've been uh, cl clicking well as a tag team. Honestly, haven't seen much of them as a team, but they they seem pretty good. I it wasn't too bad. It was a squash match, but I was I was a big fan of that angle slam neckbreaker move. That looked great. Uh, Mark Stone upset he got a rash from the National Scissoring Day. He's just fucking flipping out. That was hilarious. And the Acclaim arrive. We get in a funny rap as always. And the crowd is white hot for the Acclaim, man. They are fucking hot right now. Um, Eddie Kingston was suspended. Um, and this is just like some news. They had a little video uh, thing here of Eddie Kingston kind of talking about it. But uh, yeah, he was suspended for putting his hands on Sammy Guevara. But, I mean, how can you blame him? Like, Sammy Guevara fucking sucks, dude. And he's got a fucking big mouth on him. And he most definitely probably deserved a good smack in the face. So, good job, Eddie Kingston, putting fucking Sammy Guevara in his place. Thumbs up for that. And on top of that, I heard that Sammy Guevara also got into it with Andrade. And Andrade was has been suspended as well. So... Sammy Guevara, just f shut the fuck up. You're 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 way overrated. You're trash. Stop fucking getting people suspended, you asshole. Now we got Ty Mello and Anna J versus Sky Blue and Madison Rain. Anna J locks in the choke and Blue taps. Um, yeah, not a very good match here. Um, I don't I don't dislike the team of Anna J and Ty Mello, but I but dude, fucking Madison Rain. Get the hell out of here. I why would you bring in Madison Rain? She she should just go away, man. Never been a fan of her. I've I've been I've I have been watching Madison Rain all the way back to her TNA days when she was in the beautiful people. And she sucked back then, she sucks now, and I don't like her. 
It's time for the main event of Rampage. Um, trios match here, Dark Order versus Death Triangle. This is for the Trios Tag Team Championships. Death Triangle dominating for a large portion of the match at the beginning. Really cool Pendulum Bomb there by Dark Order. I, very cool move, very unique. Thumbs up for that. Ray Phoenix with the absolutely ridiculous springboard offense. Ridiculous springboard Hurricanrana. Oh my god, dude. He is just so good in the ring, man. Thumbs up for that. Dark Order with the flurry of offense to a very, very close near fall right there. Thumbs up. I was going crazy. Roosh shows up, gives Pac a hammer, and he smashes Reynolds in the face with the hammer, and he is knocked the fuck out. Pac locks in the Brutalizer, and the champs retain. Uh, the match started a little slow, but the back half, dude. Holy fuck. Insane. Tons of high-impact moves. Just wham, 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 wham. One after the other, one after the other. High high intensity, very fast, and a just fucking blistering fast pace. Holy shit. Very good match. Seven and a half out of ten. Good stuff. Uh, so that is the end of Rampage. Then they kick right into Battle of the Belts 4. And Pac versus Trent Beretta for the All-Atlantic Championship. So yeah, Pac just had a tag team match, defended his Trios Tag Team Championships. And now he's right back into it, defending his All-Atlantic Championships. So yeah, Pac having to fight two matches back-to-back. -back. Fucking damn. But if anyone's going to do it, it's Pac. I mean, the dude's insane. Anyway. We get a nice spear from Trent on the outside of the ring. Just very nice spear. Very good. Thumbs up. Trent sets up a table, but Pac moves out of the way. But later, Pac puts Trent through the table with a brain buster off of the stage. And dude, oh, absolutely brutal looking landing. They just barely caught the table. They caught like kind of the far edge of it. And Trent landing on his surgically repaired neck. Like he lands right on the legs of the table, dude. Like... Oof, I got I got very very nervous right there. It didn't it was very scary looking, but um it seems like everyone's okay, so let's move on. Pack grabs the hammer again and bonks Trent with it for the W. What the fuck, man? Uh too bad they keep making Pack win with the hammer. Uh takes away from a really good match here, but um if we just got a nice simple red arrow finish, I would have gave it a seven and a half, eight, eight out of ten, but just gonna give this one a seven out of ten. It was still it was still good, but um stop using the hammer pack like stop that anyway you got willow nightingale versus jade cargill this is for uh, sorry jade cargill is of course with the baddies uh this is for the tbs championship willow with a big dive into the baddies doesn't get all of it but it was still pretty nice thumbs up jaded and jade is now 39 and oh match was meh. match was yeah uh then that horrific that horrific shrieking voice of Vicky Guerrero pierces the ears of everyone everybody in a 5,000 mile radius double thumbs down her fucking excuse me I hate it I hate it I'm gonna say it again when Vicky Guerrero was doing that crap in the WWE back then she it literally made me stop stop watching wrestling for five years I couldn't take it Vicky Guerrero was so so unentertaining, so not good. I couldn't stand her, and I still can't stand her. But at least in AEW, you rarely have to see her. But oh, when she comes out and does that shriek, man, it just it just pisses me off. I hate it. Double thumbs down. Nyla grabs the TBS title and runs away with it. Um, I can't cheer for Nyla, man, because she's with she's attached with Vicky Guerrero, and Vicky is just fucking awful. 
Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm looking. I am sort of looking forward to see what uh, what they're gonna do with Nyla versus Jade Cargill because Nyla is a big woman herself and a former uh, women's champion. So should be an interesting matchup. Hopefully it's decent. I uh, Jade Cargill isn't that good in the ring, and neither is Nyla. But we'll see how it goes. We'll see. All right, so now it is uh, main event time for Battle of the Belts. We got Gates of Agony versus FTR for the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships. Um, Toa of the Gates of Agony just, like, fucking jumps and sits on Wheeler. Uh, very nice move there. Looks brutal. Thumbs up for that. FTR hit the big rig, but the ref is distracted as usual. Dax with a backslide pin for the W. Um... Match was okay. Uh, not gonna lie, it was literally putting me to sleep. I like dozed off a little bit there because I was I was actually I was just incredibly bored. I'm not gonna lie. Um, FTR is not known for their like highlight offense and stuff like that. And um, yeah, I just I wasn't that big on this match. FDR beaten down after the match. Wardlow runs down. Then Brian Cage runs down. Then Samoa Joe runs down. Then I run away because I just... There's way too many dudes here. What the fuck? The ring gets cleared out. FTR and friends stand tall together. Um, yeah, not a big fan of the main event there. Kind of let me down. Yeah, maybe I dozed off for like a minute or two during the match. I might have missed something good. But the fact that the match put me to sleep is uh, not good. Not good at all. <laughs> Uh, solid Rampage slash Battle of the Belts this week. Nice to see Pac more on TV, but uh, again, I'm going to say I'm not a fan of, of him always having to cheat to win. You are better than that, Pac. Uh, I would love to give you higher rated matches if you could just give me a nice clean finish for once, but it is what it is. Acclaimed are always entertaining, man. I can watch these guys over and over and over and over again. Sazers! Sazers! Uh, main event for Rampage was uh, very good, and the opener of Battle of the Belts with Trent was uh, was good as well. But the main event of Battle of the Belts was boring. Like I said, way too many cooks in the kitchen at the end and all that stuff. Um, yeah, just way too many dudes. <laughs> but um, overall, I'm going to give it a 6.5 out of 10. Still pretty good. Just um, w when it wasn't good, it wasn't good, but the good stuff was good. So yeah, 6.5 out of 10, right there in the middle. Okay, so we're gonna do, we're going to do, where are we here? Just gonna, we're gonna do the three stars of the week, and then I'm going to uh, do my predictions for Extreme Rules tonight. So let's get into the three star segment of the week. The three stars of the week. There you go. There's a jingle for ya. Okay, shout out to the National Scissoring Day segment with the acclaimed and daddy ass. If it was a match, I would have gave it a 10 out of 10, but National Scissoring Day segment was fucking awesome. I would give it the first star, but sadly, I think my rule is I, I give stars out to matches, but I will shout out the National Scissoring Day segment. Literally, it was the best thing that I saw this week on, on, on in wrestling. It was so fucking good. Highly recommend you guys go check it out. If you're not aware of the scissoring thing in, in, with the acclaimed, it's what, get, what, what the hell are you doing? What the hell are you doing? Anyway. Let's get to the three stars. Third star this week goes to Brian Cage versus Wardlow on Dynamite for the TNT Championship. Surprisingly good uh, Haas match here. I was blown away. I, I was I, I came into that with extremely low expectations, but very, very impressive. I mean, Brian Cage is a fucking mutant, and, and he makes Wardlow look like a tiny man, and uh, I thought they had a very good match. So third star for you guys. Good job. Second star goes to... 
Gunter versus Sheamus on SmackDown for the Intercontinental Championship. Very good match. I just wish that we wouldn't get the shenanigans over and over again. Could have easily been the first star of the week if they just didn't have all that extra hoopla, gaga, whatever you want to call it. Uh, still getting the second star, though. Good stuff. And first star goes to... MJF versus Wheeler Yuta on Dynamite. Man, that match was excellent. Uh, just a fucking we very well done match. It was a little slow at the beginning, but the, the way that MJF works the crowd, gets the heat going, and then Wheeler Yuta is a stud in the ring. He's an excellent wrestler, and MJF is absolutely no slouch himself. He's just a little bit more methodical in the ring, likes to tell a story while he's having a good match, and I thought they put on an excellent match. I thought it was great, gave it an 8 out of 10, and I'm giving them the first star of the week. So good job, MJF. Glad to see you back in the ring. Glad to see that you haven't missed a step at all no rust on that boy at all he's a stud and of course best show of the week goes to dynamite as always uh, more than likely going to be dynamite every single week uh maybe i should just stop doing best show of the week because it's just always going to be dynamite but hey it is it is what it is i mean i love dynamite dynamite's some fucking good shit okay so let's get to um here we go. Extreme rules. So here we go. Let's do some predictions here. So uh, as of right now, they got six matches on the card. So match one, Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey and an extreme rules match for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. If Liv Morgan wins this match, I'm going to riot. Ronda Rousey, I'm going Ronda Rousey all the way. You better beat the shit out of Liv Morgan. I am Dunyan rings with Liv Morgan. She sucks. Get the title off of her immediately. Put it on Ronda. I don't even care. Ronda Rousey's winning this match. No, if Liv Morgan wins, I'm going to be fucking pissed off. And you guys are going to hear about it. <laughs> You're going to have to hear about my rant about Liv Morgan if she wins this match. Uh, next, you got Matt Riddle versus Seth freaking Rollins. This is the fight pit match with uh, Daniel Cormier will serve as a special guest referee. Um, I think it's going to go Matt. I'm going to go Matt Riddle on this one. Um, only because Daniel Cormier, I feel like, won't let Seth Rollins do anything that he's not supposed to. So I'm going to go Matt Riddle on this one. You got Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross with Scarlett. This is the strap match. I think Karrion Cross is going to win this match. I would love, I, I love Drew, Drew McIntyre. I would love it for him to win, but they're trying to get Karrion Cross over. They're trying to make this guy a main event player. So I think he's going to win this match. Match four, you got Bianca Belair with Alexa Bliss and Asuka versus Bailey with Damage Control. This is going to be the ladder match for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. And I think I'm going to go with Bianca Belair on this one. I think, um, yeah, I think they're going to continue onwards with this rivalry and storyline with Bianca and Bailey. I think Bianca is going to get the win here. Uh, she is just on fire. Yes, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of Bailey. But um, I think the fact that they have Alexa Bliss and Asuka out there should even out the, the playing field, even though Asuka's hurt or whatever. But we'll see. I, I'm going to go with Bianca Belair on this one. Match five, you got Edge versus Finn Balor with the Judgment Day. And this is the I Quit match. I'm gonna. I'm sorry, Edge. I'm gonna have to go Finn Balor on this one. Um, I, I, if we're trying to make this legit, you're gonna have to have Judgment Day coming out with the win on this one. And the fact that they have um, Damian Priest, Dominic, and Rhea Ripley is gonna be out there with Finn Balor. Edge. I don't know. Like Rey Mysterio will more than likely come down to help out Edge, but the they're still gonna be outnumbered. So I'm gonna go Finn Balor on this one, begrudgingly, even though I, I, I'm not a big fan of Finn Balor and I love Edge, but. 
I think Edge is going to do the job tonight. He's going to put over the Judgment Day. And then the last match, they got the Brawling Brutes, Sheamus, Ridge Holland, and Butch versus Imperium, Gunter, Ludwig, and Giovanni. This is going to be a six-man, excuse me, six-man tag team match, and they're calling it a good old-fashioned Donnybrook match. Holy fuck. Okay. Um, hmm. I think because it's a, it's a as a tag team match, I think the Brawling Brutes are going to come out with the victory on this one. But uh, yeah, I think that one's going to be an absolute war. Uh, they've been uh, these the, these two have been going at each other. The Brawling Brutes and Imperium have been going at each other for a few weeks now. Gunter and Sheamus have been beating the fuck out of each other in the ring week after week. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking quite forward to that match. I think it's going to be very good. I am There's a lot of good talent in the ring for that one. So it should be very good. I am going with the Brawling Brutes for the victory on this one because Imperium's been getting the better of them over the last few weeks. So yeah, that is all the matches that they have for Extreme Rules. And I guess that's all I have for you guys this week. Um, what do you guys expect out of Extreme Rules tonight? I feel like it's going to be pretty darn all right. I think there's, it looks like the cards, like they got a lot of um, gimmick matches on there, which is good. I mean, the last few Extreme Rules, they've only had like one one Extreme Rules match. At least this one's got good variety. You got an I Quit match, you got a Ladder match, you got the Extreme Rules match, you got a Donnybrook match, like... A lot, lot of good variety in there. So I, I'm looking forward to it. We'll see how it goes. And of course, um, more than likely tomorrow, Sunday, I'm going to put up a little review uh, podcast for Extreme Rules or we'll see. I don't know. I'm more than likely we'll just put up a little podcast tomorrow for it and I'll review it. And uh, instead of holding it off until next Saturday, I think I'll just put out a little review for it tomorrow. So keep your eyes out for a little podcast out there for tomorrow. And of course, uh, we got the gamer cast coming out on Monday this week. I'm doing Pokemon gold and silver on the game boy colors. So that should be a really fun episode. Hopefully you guys go over there and check that out on Monday. Looking forward to that one. And looking forward to uh, Extreme Rules tonight. Hope you guys are going to be watching it as well. And uh, again, like I said, look out for the review for Extreme Rules. I'll be doing that. And thank you, everybody, for listening. If you're still here, you're a trooper. And thank you so much for listening to the whole podcast. Make sure you go down and check out those descriptions down below. You can go check out my YouTube channel where I'm currently playing through Resident Evil 3 and Disco Elysium. Having a, having a lovely time playing Resident Evil 3 absolutely not getting scared at all i'm just kidding i'm getting terrified constantly anyway please go over there and check out the youtube channel if you want to follow me on twitter the link is down below as well you get uh early announcements for what the gamer cast episode is going to be you can talk to me about wrestling on there we can we can tweet to each other tonight and while we watch extreme rules that would be a lot of fun so if you guys want to go follow me on twitter you may go right on ahead make sure you go check out the youtube channel and make sure you're liking subscribing telling all your friends your dogs your cats your your mom's friends your aunts your uncles your cousins everybody about this podcast let's make it big let's 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 spread the love and all that great shit you guys are awesome we're almost at 500 downloads now so once i hit 500 downloads i will i will announce that on twitter and thank you guys so much for listening you guys are awesome and i hope you guys are enjoying the wrestling this week hope you're having a good uh good weekend this weekend is canadian thanksgiving so fuck yeah i got some extra time off this weekend so i'm gonna be playing video games eating like a pig and all that good shit so thank you again everybody for listening and i'll see you again well i won't see you you'll hear uh, hear from me again soon